Welcome to Radio Kakak Live. I am your host, Father Molotov, and I will keep trying to use the power of radio to combat the forces of evil in the world. It's a crazy mission, and I'm ready to fail if needed, but I'm sure that with your help, uh, we will definitely manage to uh, make the good win over the evil. And how are we going to do this? Well, today, finally, we have an expert, subject marketer expert. I would like to thank you for bearing with me up to this moment with the lack of experts. Without, I mean, I don't want to take out all the respect from uh, the great guests that we had so far, but this is a proper university expert. This is going to be great. And, um, yeah, I don't know who is there, who isn't there, but... Uh, I hope that uh, my trusted followers are happy to see me in real life with this new situation which includes my face streamed through the video on Mixcloud and uh, the, if someone is joining for the first time it's fantastic to have you here and finally you found you found it so sit back and enjoy it it's gonna be great this is the only show where we talk about uh, international politics and economics together with gardening and we use this to create world peace so this is your chance but it's the ra only radio show in the world that does this together with some great music oh I feel so observed Les aigus de la montre ne font que tourner où Et jamais tu ne pourras m'attraper où La mère de ta mère a déjà essayé Et le père de ton père a toujours échoué Petite maman, tu plantes la graine, tu veux me manger Petite maman, tu plantes la graine, tu vas échouer où Tu ne m'attraperas jamais Petite maman, tu plantes la graine, tu veux me manger Petite maman, tu plantes la graine, tu vas échouer où Petite maman, tu plantes la graine, tu veux me manger. Petite maman, tu plantes la graine, tu vas échouer. Parce qu'on m'appelle Finish it, pull out my monkey, I don't know who we are, they go, we be for me, I'll say. Finish it, pull out my monkey, I don't know who we are, they go, we be for me, I'll say. Finish it, pull out my monkey, I don't know who we are, they go, we be for me, I'll
This is it. This is the show. This is the show where you wise up your mind by listening to the news from me because that will heal your soul. You don't have to listen to the news. As you know, if you follow this show, reading the news and following the news is a great source of unhappiness for everyone. But on the other hand, reading the news and following the news is indispensable to keep track of what the hell's going on and what the greedy people are up to. So that's it. I will do it for you. And actually, I will stop doing it for you. And I will call some great experts to do this for you. So I am talking about Dr. Kireji. Obviously, his her real name, who greatly finally i'm so happy that she is able to join us because she is doing a whole phd on tax paradises and she uh, before she worked for several years in an unnamed corporate watchdog organization that keeps an eye on multinationals to check what they're doing so she knows what she's talking about and she focused especially on taxation and how can you avoid taxes. So this is really our chance to learn how to make use of uh, fiscal paradises for uh, advancing the mission of world peace. Yes, it's a great chance. And now let's call her because she is also pregnant. Uh, one of those people that are reproducing mankind in times of Corona, spring 2020. So she has to go back early. Let's see if she's there. There you go. Ah. I don't know. Maybe she's in the toilet, you know. Pregnant people always taking a pee. Hi. Hey, doctor. <laughs> Hi. Hey. What was your name again? Oh, you can call me Father Molotov. Oh, yeah, Father Molotov. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just turned off the radio, but I only caught half of your introduction of me. Oh, yeah, of course. It's okay. Do you? Maybe I missed something important. Can you <laughs> compliment it? <laughs> the, I don't want to make any false promises. I cannot help anyone avoid taxes really no i said that you're mm -hmm. gonna explain to us how we can use tax paradises to uh, for the sake of world peace to increase oh, the yeah. of world peace so i okay, think that's good. and i think by the end of this episode we're gonna have a, a shared bank account me you and the listeners on some <laughs> tropical island and there uh, we can uh, yeah we're gonna happily 
Uh, Gary Rich, I don't know what do you do in this kind of tax paradises. How are you doing, uh, Dr. Kiraji? I'm, uh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, we're all good here. Yes. Although the, the young housemate uh, was crying before going to bed, so that was very heartbreaking. Uh, that's not a normal thing for him? No. Or no. her? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. I, I think the anonymousness is starting to pick up. And uh, I was wondering, uh, how is your young housemate? Uh, and how yeah, are you? I don't know if they're technically a housemate, if they still live inside you. Oh, But, that one, uh, yeah. By... Ah, okay, yeah, you mean... My other housemate. <laughs> you can choose. Yeah. How's life over there? Uh, it's good. We actually uh, ran away a little from the big city to uh, a tiny village in the south. Ah. South so of I now have two country? housemates. The south of an unnamed country? Yeah, the sound of the unnamed country where we all, where some of us are, <laughs> where you are and I am. <laughs> yeah, in the first episodes I was still saying where I am, but now I just say I'm in a, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> we are in a tax haven. We can say that at least. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, great. It's great to be in a tax haven. And uh, are you... Uh, who's gonna water your plants while you're away from your home? Yeah, our neighbors are doing it. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, we arranged everything. We put all the plants on one central location <laughs> in the apartment, like on the table, which now looks like a, like a forest, and then uh, and they will water it. Yeah. That's cool. And, yeah. Uh, what are the gardening news? From because I, I I introduced a new habit that everybody has talked about the gardening news from the, where they're from. Uh, okay, well I think in our house my my housemate is more the gardener than I am. Mm -hmm. So he's growing all kinds of things, um, preferably from like leftover food that we have. So we have a lot of spring onion and oh. Chinese cabbage growing on our balcony. Oh. That's a great life hack. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then my friend who is doing, um, uh, who is re-educating herself to become a biological farmer, sends us all kinds of seeds. So oh. they are also on our balcony. So yeah, it's going well with our uh, garden, how you say that, urban garden. Great, great, great. And here I am also very happy because uh, the first episode, which was I think seven weeks ago, I said I was going to make a warm compost bucket to put worms yeah. and, comp and make compost. And, and it, I had a YouTube video which said you can do in 10 minutes. And then after six weeks, I only did the first minute of the YouTube video, find the buckets. So <laughs> I was very upset. But this week, this week I, I finished it. I'm so happy. The whole video? No, the bucket. Yeah, yeah. Video, the bucket, everything. Nice. But so I still don't have, have worms the worms. Now. No, I don't have the worms. I have oh. to find the worms, but that's just minor. This is your Corona goal. Yeah, of the week. Yeah, or of the season. And also cool. I planted potatoes. Oh, nice. I heard when shit hits the fan, your best bet is potatoes to survive. <laughs> okay. And um, how's your chicken? Or chickens? Uh, yeah, they're doing good. They now have a 
cleaner. So at five o'clock, they're allowed to leave their house and go around in the garden. And then comes a pigeon who uh, eats all the leftover food in their house every day. So and they're happy with that? Yeah, they leave, they leave what they don't want for the pigeon. So it's a symbiotic mm -hmm. relation. Nice. And uh, how is... Uh, how is uh, uh, pregnancy over there? Are you okay. sure you're still going to make another person? Is still that is yes. that the plan? That is definitely still the plan. Yeah. Um, no, it's going well. Yeah. So last week I had to cancel on you like uh, two hours before, I think. Keep it exciting. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, we had a bit of a scary day. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there was no movement. And mm. then we were sent to the hospital to do some tests. So we had a, like a life experience about what it means to be pregnant in Corona times. What was it like? Yeah, it's not very nice. <laughs> Because, um, well, every hospital tries to minimize people inside, right? So the so the the risk of infection is low, and then um, this was on Sunday afternoon, so it was very quiet in the, in the hospital, and we had to go to what they call the spoot body, like the emergency. Yeah, the emergency department of for for um, verloskunde. How do you say that in English? Uh, midwives. Yeah. Um, So 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 I had to go there, and my um, the father of the baby was not allowed to come. Oh. And so I uh, uh, I had to go inside by myself, and then they make like a heart. Uh, they they monitor the heart of the baby for about half hour or forty five minutes. Uh, so they hook you up to these machines, and then um, you sit there by yourself because there's no one there. And uh, the nurses went inside their own little booth, which is soundproof, and they started talking to each other. Talking to the With their baby. backs to me. So I was sitting there all by myself, waiting to hear whether that baby is fine or not. Oof, sounds good. And then, um, yeah, and so, and so like, your, your partner or your support or whoever you're bringing, they have to wait outside and, uh, uh, and, and, and wait. And if there's bad news, they will call them. But yeah, I mean, that sounds like a horrible scenario, right? But, oh my God, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also the so crazy luckily, thing I that... mean, we were lucky and, not, and, and it's all going well. Hold but it's, uh, it's kind of a, yeah. Big shout to all it... the fetuses that are listening now live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that are doing their best. Yeah. No, it's, uh, so it's, it's a kind of a, uh, yeah, how do you say that? It's, um, they talk a lot about being pregnant in this time, about how it's like if you give birth, can you, have you, are you allowed to bring someone and all that kind of, um, but they don't really talk about all the, you know, tests and stuff that can happen on the way to giving birth. So that was kind of an eye opener to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about giving birth. Also, when when you're done, uh, it's like all oh, the instructions are finished. No, actually, you had a lot, we had a lot of instructions, but then we only read it up to giving birth. So after birth, it was all like 
Oh shit, what's going on? But you, you mean you? I mean a uh, friend of mine. Yeah. Ah yeah. An anonymous friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. But also, this is also a crazy thing about Corona times. The people they yeah, are I sick know. from Corona. They also are super isolated. Yes, that's true. Yeah. It's so tragic. But even if you have Corona, you're allowed to give birth, and if your if your uh, partner has Corona, they're also allowed to be there. Oh, okay. First things yeah. first. They just they said we will just like suit you up in some kind of weird protective oh, gear, suit. but you're allowed yes. to be there. <laughs> great, great. Big shout yeah. to all the people that gave birth because uh, during Corona, a friend of mine did it, and it was successful. And it was great. Yeah, so, I have friends who just gave birth uh, this week and last week. So oh, hurrah! Yeah. There you go. Good for them. This is the kind of news that we need to hear more about. Yeah, babies are being born as we speak. Exactly. And uh, I want to ask you all about uh, how to make the best use of tax paradise to stimulate world peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, first. Uh, I wanted to ask you, is a tax paradise very important as a topic? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to say no now? No. <laughs> oh, you have to say yes. Yeah, you have to I explain so. why. Oh, there are so many reasons. Um, I mean, I think... Uh, <laughs> Did I hear your other roommate on the background? Yeah, the, my uh, first and offline listener, is, I think, is listening with the headphones, so it's like 30 seconds later. <laughs> nice. Or maybe he's listening to another radio show, which is actually funny, I don't know. Hello. Um, yeah. Um, no, I think it's, I mean, for me, it's always an important topic, obviously. But now I think the, how do you say <laughs> that, the corona crisis is exposing the urgency of it why it needs to be fixed uh, again. Why? Can you so, explain um, it to our, our, another anonymous listener or friend of mine who doesn't know why? Yeah, of course. So I think, um, to put it simply, probably, the tax havens have a really big role in uh, maintaining and probably strengthening inequality globally. So it's inequality between very rich persons and poor persons, uh, inequality between really big internationally operating companies and small domestic companies. Uh, it increases inequality between rich countries and poor countries. And how does it do so that? In that sense, uh, because it allows certain groups of people to make taxation uh, at least to an extent a voluntary choice. So let's say you and me, I think, I cannot speak for you, but for me, it doesn't really feel like a choice whether I pay tax or not, Uh, because basically the Dutch tax authority knows everything about me. Um, So uh, it's, it's very hard to avoid it. But if you have a lot of wealth, if you have a lot of income, uh, and um, uh, you have a lot of money available to buy advice, then uh, to a certain extent it becomes a choice where or whether you pay taxes. And tax havens are very crucial in 
facilitating that. Yeah, but also like so, all the all the hospitals and all the government services are paid through taxation. Yeah, so exactly. So it's also very so, unfair if uh, the rich ones they don't pay the tax. Yeah, exactly because they benefit from it a lot. So of course our public services are paid with at least partly with with the revenue from taxation and uh all kinds of different taxation um so schools and hospitals but also roads um uh, and libraries and parks and public spaces and everything you can imagine so there's a lot of benefit for big companies uh, or and small companies and for us all that these services are there so it should also be fair that you pay your part and um uh, and I think tax havens are very key in why that insufficiently happens. If that makes sense. Is it is it uh, big? This whole tax paradise world, like how much money goes in it? Oh wow, uh, that's a difficult question because there's <laughs> lots of knows. yeah, there's lots of different estimates. Um, and the reason that no one knows is because there's a lot of secrecy involved. So to really make, to really give you a clear number about that. You have to make it up. Uh, but that's okay, because we have yeah. a clear policy about fake news on this radio. Nobody can give fake <laughs> news, except if we say that maybe it's fake news. Yeah, so I mean, um, there's so many different figures around. So one of the last ones is uh is made by this guy called uh, Gabriel Zubman. He is anonymously, like a, please. Oh no, we can say it. Yeah, but I mean, celebrities this is a public figure. Yes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. I, I'm so a bit uh, this, too much in this anonymous. Uh, there is this, there is this French academic <laughs> <laughs> who might have made some kind of estimate that uh, of of no, all big good. Mu- good of all big multinational companies yeah. in the world about 40% of their profits uh, end up in tax havens. All right. So, so only 60% so is taxed. Yeah, it is a yeah. lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I also want to ask uh, our listeners how much of your profit goes into a tax haven. Hey, if we, if we assumingly, we would pay taxes in the Netherlands, can we all say that we, we, we are in a tax haven? Yeah, yes and no, because, uh, <laughs> well, if you live in the Netherlands, you also know that there are a lot of public services, right? It's not like uh, uh, we don't know where our taxes are going because, yeah. you know, we do have a lot of good things around us in this society. So so you can say that, yes, we live in a tax haven, but it's not really a tax haven for you and me. That's what I would say. So uh, the Netherlands is definitely a tax haven but not for most of its citizens. And uh, what's the difference? Because uh, if you say the word tax haven, yeah. maybe you have the idea that all of them are the same, but that's not true. So no, I have, have the idea that money. like I, I can hide all my money and don't pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so or I pay very little. You, but then how, how does that happen in the Netherlands? Because in the Netherlands, I obviously pay all the taxes. I'm just yeah, trying so to figure out how, how you can do to make advantage of this. I know this is your end goal. For world peace. Uh, you're going to have to, I think you, next time you should ask like for an actual tax advisor to be on the show. 
Oh yeah. I'm just like a political scientist. What do we know about tax advising? Nothing. Okay. So <laughs> this is this is a bit breaking the whole plot of the episode. We yeah, I know. Up with something new on the spot. Now you're thinking maybe we should play some music instead. Okay, but, this uh... is the moment where we get mixed up when we play a song. <laughs> yeah. No, but the Netherlands is a tax haven in the sense that it's never your final destination. So you have tax havens in the world like Bermuda or the Cayman Islands or Bahamas, like the kind of tropical places that we like to think of when we talk about tax havens. Yeah. And Those are, that's where you want your money to end because that's where the corporate income tax, for example, is 0%. Okay. But in the Netherlands, it's not. So there is definitely like a, a, a tax rate that you have to pay if all your profits are here. So you don't want it to stay here. Oh, yeah. But so you have to pretend that you don't have any profit as a company. Yeah, and the way to do that is to bring in a lot of money, but also take out a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, it's only really a tax haven to companies that want to um, that want to root their profits or like channel their profits from where they are actually made. So not in the Netherlands, somewhere else where where they have some kind of activity, whether. It's like a factory or a certain service center or a mine or whatever. And then they channel them to uh, an end destination. But to get there, you go through the Netherlands. So Why? there's a lot of rules Why? to get your... So there's a lot of rules in, in the Dutch tax policy that help you get your money in kind of tax-free and it helps you get your money out tax-free. So if you would go directly from the country where you operate, let's say... Uh, um, well, we did this research once, let's say Greece, um, to, uh, and you wanted to end up in Bermuda, if you would go directly, you'd have to pay certain taxes when you channel the money out of Greece. But if you go through the Netherlands, the Netherlands has all kinds of different exemptions and uh, benefits that allow you to bring it into the Netherlands and get it out relatively tax-free. So in the end, you don't actually make profits here, but it helps you to, to, to channel your profits from Greece to Bermuda. Okay, we are the channel. I mean, Netherlands is the channel. We are the channel, yeah. So officially that's called Kondui country. So it's it's the place where you kind of make a stop in between. Let's say you're in a train. Like it's where you stop once and then you go move on again. And what about the channel islands? Are they the channel or the island? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, they are... <laughs> Physically, Channel Islands and and can you explain the existence of Channel Island to the uh, to the to the world because they're very secret islands. You mean like Jersey and Guernsey and stuff? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know the specific policies they have. But they're just uh, some islands in the in between England and France that nobody's ever heard of. That's why they're called yeah, Channel Islands. They're supposedly Island. really beautiful, huh? They're supposedly really beautiful, and they're supposedly a tax haven or a tax channel. Yeah, well, the thing is, the UK has uh, a lot of what they call crown dependencies and overseas territories, which are these weird, like, I don't know, old colonial half independent, structures they still half have. In, yeah. Yeah, and, and so they are part of the, the UK kind of kingdom, but they have their own rules, and they make use of that by facilitating certain investments, certain companies, certain wealthy people um, uh, outside of the kind of you know, British law, uh, but they're still part of the UK kingdom. So the uh, the UK always says that they are not a tax haven, but in fact, they house most of them. 
if if you think about it, like the British Virgin Islands um, or the city of London itself. So there's a lot of there's a really a lot of good scholars that write about UK tax havens. So um, like for people who are really into this stuff that are listening now, <laughs> really easy to Google all of this. Um, yeah. So and also if uh, you're listening and you're into this, if you're listening, you're probably into this. And uh, you can send your questions if you're listening yeah, live. Because we also have some. To start the music. We also have some listeners from the future, and they cannot send in questions, or unless they find a way. I don't know how, the, how they could do it, but there is a secret <laughs> podcast of this show that is available on request only to trusted people, and uh, okay. and then some people would listen to this in the future, but they will not be able to send questions. So if you are listening from the present, so it's Sunday, 10th of May, 9:32. And you have a question about how to tax haven. This is your moment. And I also want to say, yes, you have to log in to chat, but you can also send me a message normally on any other channel that you are aware of. Or you can also log in because make an account because I think we're going to stick around on this platform for a while. And, uh, and then I agree. It's time to play a song and let all this sink in. Tot later, Dr. Kireji. Tot later.
Kiraji, welcome back. I hope you Thank enjoyed you. the song to the fullest, and that uh, it recharged your uh, <laughs> uh, your uh, anti-corona antibodies. First, tell tell us. We got a question from uh, a listener, which is, how would a country like the Netherlands, who is channeling all this, benefits from this? I think it's a really good question. I've been asking myself this for about eight years now. Um, and I still feel like I only have a partial answer. Because most of us don't benefit. So we have to think about it like this. Because the Netherlands is a tax haven, we have about uh, somewhere between, let's say, 15 and 25,000 what we call letterbox companies. Officially, they're called special purpose entities. What is a letterbox company? Basically, it means that there is a letterbox somewhere in the Netherlands with the name of the company on it, but there's no people here. There's no office space. Uh, Basically, all they are is a letterbox, Okay, like a mailbox. Listeners are already getting interested about this. Oh, letterbox. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, through all these thousands of letterboxes on an annual basis, goes about 4,000 billion, or in Nederlands, 4,000 miljard uh, in, in euro, uh, goes through them. So it's channeled through the Netherlands. 4,000, around 4,000 billion coming in and 4,000 billion coming, going out. Um, so this is a lot of money. This is like a crazy lot of money. It's a four and 12 zeros. And then, uh, what 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 stays here, like in terms of profit that can be taxed, uh, is very little. So the tax revenue on this amount and on these letterbox companies is around two billion, twee miljard. Okay. So that's a very very small uh, part of the money that actually goes through these mailbox companies. Yeah. And um, so. When you ask what does the Netherlands benefit, it benefits a very little amount in tax revenue. It's not nothing, right? Two billion. You can. I mean, we can. Wait, I'm looking up. That. What's the what's the total budget of the Dutch government? That's more. Yeah, but how, <laughs> how big are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the 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 actual number, but. Um, I know government spending so if- is. It's 45 billion. So two of this billion come from the 
Tax Haven. No, that can't be right, yet, so that it's only 45. Yeah? No. Oh, no. No, wait. Last previous highest. It, it has to be a lot more. Okay, we will figure this out in the next music break, guys. <laughs> But, uh, uh. I think it is. According to my website, it is 45 billion. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um. The uh, um. Now you got me thrown off my. Uh, yeah, where were we? Oh yeah, so. Sorry, it is the secret service. So compared to the money to that us. the money that goes through the Netherlands is very little, and then I think the biggest benefit for the Netherlands is actually for quite a small group. So compared to many other countries, the Netherlands has a very big and developed financial services industry. So we talk about accountancy firms like. Uh, KPMG or Deloitte, uh, and about law firms like uh, Lloyd's and Louvre or Stibbe, that kind of firms. All, all fake have... names, of course. Oh yeah, I'm totally anonymous now. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we have uh, in the Netherlands they're called Trustkantoren. Uh, the, the the English tra translation is not trust offices because it would mean something else, but corporate service providers. So they mm -hmm. are basically uh, you can you can pay them. To do certain corporate management services. So, if you have a letterbox company here, you have to comply with a certain kind of uh, rules. So, for example, you have to file uh, annual returns every year, and you can ask a corporate service provider to do that for you. Yeah. So, that's part of this uh, this kind of industry. And then, of course, you have tax advisors. So, all these together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of my housemates just figured out the government budget. Oh, how much? Uh, on an annual basis, which is 302 billion. Okay, I, I was very far off. <laughs> so only Do you have like a, a group that. of economists in your house? <laughs> yeah, nice. apparently. Thank you, Al. Okay, 300 billion, uh, 302. So these 2 billion, I really yeah. does too. Okay. It's a small part, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so I think in the end, if you ask what or who is benefiting from this, yeah, that's the it's question. mostly this industry. So it's, it's lawyers, accountants, tax advisors, corporate service providers. And in the Netherlands, they are quite, uh, big. This is quite a big sector. Um, and of course they make money from this. This is their business. So, um, to figure out new kind of tax planning structures, Uh, to help corporations be incorporated in the Netherlands without having to physically be here, um, to fulfill certain legal requirements. And, and that's so also on. a benefit for the government. Otherwise, the government would stop if there's no benefit for the government. So that, that this sector pays taxes. Well, it's a benefit to the government in the sense that, yeah, every every job is a benefit to the government, if you think about it yeah. like that, right? That is the kind of dogma that we hear all the time. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs a job, and as long as we have jobs then everything will go well. So in that sense, sure, you can say that it's part of it. But these are uh, generally people that make a lot of money, mm -hmm. <laughs> at least more than you and I probably do. Um, so, uh, so if you're so, listening yeah, right now and you're from an accounting or a law firm that works in this sector, we love you. Please, yeah. and and please, please offer us, us free you... advice. <laughs> and, your, and tell us what your annual income is. If you care <laughs> about word peace, help us to set up this fund that's just gonna make money out of thin air and use it to support world peace 
then we have to talk about this how we're gonna actually gonna do that like how much money do you need for world peace and how we're gonna spend it but that's a totally yeah, so different I think, topic like, avoiding taxes only makes sense if you have some money right because otherwise yeah yeah but so like, if you, you know up. even if you have just a little bit it could make sense but probably yeah, you can't uh, as a citizen just you have to make very i think it would be best if we start a certain company yeah and we make like um we make something that needs intellectual property right? i have an so idea for a cover-up we make a radio company just pretend it's okay. a radio no but we don't have to pretend like it oh. can be a radio company okay and it can be it will be very successful obviously uh-huh it must um, be successful i was thinking if we could just continue to do whatever we're doing already but yeah, then pretend that we are like a, you know no for example we could be a how do you say uh, a, a company that sends worker to their job so instead of being an employee of someone that you you get your money and the tax is already gone you are all working for an agency that send you to do your exact same job that you're doing now but then I'm, uh, I'm also not following I'm just uh, just you know going with the brainstorm no but let's say there's a, we have a radio company or something we need to make millions and to we, have millions yeah and, but and we make that's very good. original programs so they are incomparable with anything else that's on the radio it's so original yeah and uh, everyone knows the name of our show and the name is like a logo and a brand and we sell t-shirts of it and we sell oh, sweaters yeah. and mugs and all that kind of thing yeah we put all so the profit in the logo and we put the logo on the cayman islands yeah so we create intellectual property so this is ours this is obviously we came up with it it's very original everybody wants it it's very it's very popular uh and so for every piece of service or every piece of product that you sell that has our logo on it or the concept of the radio show uh other people have to you have to pay for that so uh, you put your intellectual property rights. Yeah, we should put it somewhere far away, like uh, the Bahamas or something. Nice. So we then go there every time we don't have to go there. Only our bank account. Has well, to we, can there, right? we can also go. We can also go like personally. Open okay, the bank let's account keep it open at this point of whether we, we, we go there or not. Yeah. Okay. We can decide that later. <laughs> yeah. Let's decide. So then every time someone uh, uh, buy something with our logo on it or whether someone copies our radio show and, and they have to pay for it. Every time that happens, a little bit of the money has to go to the Bahamas because that's where our intellectual property rights are managed. And uh, uh, which means that the profit that you actually make here in the Netherlands or somewhere else, might be, we might also be in Italy or something, um, every time that you make a profit there, a little bit of the profit has to go to the Bahamas, right? Because it's a cost. You oh, pay yeah, a lot. For yeah, or you can say, yeah, or you can also make a lot of it. Yeah, and if, you're, if your costs are high enough, your profits will be quite low in Italy and the Netherlands and wherever we are. Yeah. So we won't have to pay that much taxes here. But our profit is going to be very big on the Bahamas. So this is what the famous uh -huh. companies there are, like IKEA and Fiat, who have their uh, base in the Netherlands but they're not from the Netherlands. That's what they do. Yeah, Fiat did a, did a whole weird thing. You can, yeah, that's also an interesting structure. But like Apple, uh, for example, has a lot of their intellectual uh, property rights on, uh, no, sorry, Google has a lot of their intellectual property rights on Bermuda. Okay. 
and um, not afraid of the triangle. Yeah, and it's and it's quite insane because everyone knows that Google's head office, where all the kind of uh, original concepts yeah. are are developed, is in Silicon Valley. So it's very obviously not on Bermuda, but that's where they have their intellectual property rights to a large part um, uh, located. So every time someone uses something with Google, which is basically every millisecond some something. Uh, a little bit of their uh, of their profit goes there. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting to get a bit upset because uh, it turns out that as an employee you cannot do this. So we should all become yeah. entrepreneurs, or it's not fair, or they should stop. Yes, and 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 if you say like they should stop, I don't very much believe anymore in this kind of voluntary. Um, uh, uh, how do you say that? the voluntary initiative of companies to do that. So uh, we need to shut it down through legal means. Yeah, they should uh, so stop the it like the, the Netherlands should change its policy. So it's now no longer possible. We shouldn't why? wait for companies. Oh. Why is only the Netherlands doing that in Europe and not the other countries? Well, it's not just the Netherlands. Luxembourg is doing it. Ireland, Malta, Cyprus. Oh, yeah. Why? I think Latvia now also started. Okay. Uh, Belgium is a tax haven. Look, it's so, a trend. And they all have different they all have different rules. So you have to understand like a tax haven is never a tax haven in itself. We always have to think about it in, in terms of a network. Hmm. So it's a network of all different kinds of tax havens because you need the Netherlands for something, but you need the Bermuda for something else and you need Luxembourg for something else. So uh, you have to think about it uh, in terms of a network. So if you really want to shut these tax havens down, you have to shut down the whole network. But, uh, okay. Oh, that's very sad. Very difficult. But yeah, we can do it. Difficult. I mean, we can do it because we are a lot. We are already like, let me check how many listeners we have right now. Oh, I see 63. I don't know. That's fantastic. And uh, 63 people is a lot. Plus me and you. Huh? Plus, yeah, maybe all we need, plus maybe some other people. It would be nice if some of them are like, presidents of countries of the people that are listening no but we we can uh we, yeah we have, maybe have to start a social movement but that's already starting right yeah there's i think uh especially after the financial crisis this has become a more of a topic to many people because they see how big companies but also financial institutions are basically using and facilitating all these these tax avoidance structures so uh, uh and it becomes of course more you become more angry if you realize that a lot of people have to cut their budget because of all kinds of austerity rules throughout Europe, throughout the world. And at the same time, you see that these multinational companies uh, are able and rich people are able to, to avoid taxes while making more profits all the time um, since we got out of this crisis. So it's, uh, I think, since about 10 years, there's a lot more attention um for this for for this issue and now with the corona crisis you see that also politicians and some governments are trying to incorporate it actually in their uh, in the support packages they are making for companies so you have like Denmark and Poland and Belgium and I think France but Belgium but well, that's very funny that Belgium is also doing it yeah yeah of course I mean there's a lot of hypocrisy involved huh? I, I mean we, this is a big it's a bigger story than we can yeah, cover or, now. Or irony, maybe. I don't know. But it's also funny because, yeah, what does government, what the, do the, all the governments have to gain from it? 
it's just less money going into their budgets, into their tax yeah. revenue. There's well, they're, irony they're, of it that nobody's in the position of stopping this because no, and they and they are always in competition with each other to attract certain companies or attract yeah. certain um, of course. investments. Um, and if you think about what the European Union should be, then this kind of competition, uh, especially when it's quite harmful, should not exist. Uh, but it does, and there's a lot of uh, tax havens in the EU, except the Netherlands. So now you see that some countries are using um, this concept of tax haven as a requirement for companies that are applying for financial support in these times of yeah, corona. Yeah, that is a fantastic idea. I'm yeah, it's a fantastic favor. idea. And I mean, it, it sometimes it's more like a political symbolic move, uh, but still that counts for something. We love political um, symbols. Because I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the, I mean uh, you say... Something that would make people angry, and what I, what we have to do is channel the anger in this direction rather than against foreigners, because that's the very easy way for people True. to channel their yeah. anger. And this is much better because it's like, look, we are not getting public good public services because all the big companies uh, and all the rich people are just not paying their fair share. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, kind of public money is taken away from from us as a public um, by this kind of big capital and not by foreigners. I'm doing now unhalingstaken, which you can't say. See, but uh, no, I think you're I think you're totally right. That's more a, a distraction move, so we don't actually notice uh, where inequality is coming from. Great, but it's great that now it's much higher on the political agenda. It takes time and it goes slow, but slowly surfacing to the to the collective consciousness that this is actually a problem. But maybe it will stay there like that forever. Who knows? I mean, it's nothing new that if you have more money and more power, you just uh, use it for your own advantage. Yes, but you see also now, I think this is a super interesting time. Um in, at least from like political eco economic view that when there is such a crisis suddenly there's so much money uh, to save to save companies and to to save a whole uh, uh, to save workers also of course um, but I think this is interesting for us to remember also after this peak of the crisis is gone that if there is some kind of political will, that it's possible to make big changes on a very short notice. I know, I was so flabbergasted when that happened. Like, where did all this money come from? And yeah. now it's there. And, and why do we, do don't, we don't just use it to do all the stuff that before we couldn't do because it was too expensive, but actually it's very, we all agree that it's very good. Yeah, and I think, um, I mean, the prime minister of our anonymous tax-saving country uh, said that we are all very socialist somewhere deep in, inside but I think we are apparently our government is very socialist when it comes to companies right because if you would be a hardcore capitalist all these companies would go bankrupt now I mean companies um, are people too but it's more like yeah yeah but everybody... I mean they're not paying workers directly they're paying companies so companies can pay their employees yeah or not you could choose an, you could choose a different strategy to do yeah, that you but just, they don't yeah exactly yeah nobody so, would do that 
But so, so it, I think uh, uh, I think we just have to make sure that we stay a bit more socialist. Also, after uh, all these these financial urgency support is passed, and then suddenly we talk about who has to pay the bill, and suddenly all kinds of taxes are rising, but not the corporate income tax, and not the dividend tax, and not the wealth tax. That's when we have to, at least in our country, but I think globally, that's when we have to protest and insist on staying socialist a bit more than capitalist. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to agree on that. Well, maybe everyone listening to this show, but definitely not everyone. <laughs> not even. I, th I am already getting a, a hundred of listeners who are very upset. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no. No, it's not true, but... Um, no, yeah, it was interesting because this position that was really strongly coming uh, in the Bernie Sanders campaign in the US, but in the end it still remained quite marginal and then he had to cancel because he was like, he didn't get enough traction on this yeah. Uh, vision. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, it's true. I mean, in the U I don't, please don't ask me to explain US politics because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand oh, it at oh, all. Wait, wait. Uh, you said before a politicologist. I can ask you all these questions. You just, can just make up an answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fake news. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think it's quite insane that uh, someone like Bernie Sanders, who is proposing things that are quite common to uh, at least a lot of Europeans, um, is being identified as kind of a radical leftist. Yeah, and even in times where people desperately need access to healthcare, he has to withdraw as a presidential candidate because his plans for me Medicare for all are too much for U.S. for the U.S. political landscape. So, I don't, um, I don't know. Yeah, he also had a lot of ideas about raising wealth taxes and raising corporate income taxes. Um, but yeah, I think his, the, the democratic candidate now has that to a much lesser extent. So I don't know how much to expect from the U S really, which is a problem because they're very powerful in, of course, in every arena, but also in international tax negotiations. So yeah, you they are the big guy on your side. Well, they were, they were the big guy. Now they're one of the big guys. Yeah. But uh, Europe is very yeah. strangely stepping down from being one of the big guys and it's now just turning into a lot of small guys. Yeah, yeah. Sadly. Well, let's play a song because now we're, this conversation is getting depressing. And, yeah, yeah. We're supposed uh, to but of course we said a lot of great uh, uplifting things before. So we play a song <laughs> so everything sinks in and then the hope starts up again. Because of course okay, uh, so. it's also the philosophy that... Uh, you know, when you think about it too much and then you start to get a bit pessimist, just play a song and dance a little bit.
pinteaba de rodilla Y cuando estaba cansado Se sentaba en una silla Mi compadre el carpintero Carpinteaba de rodilla Anda en busca de un alambre Que es el que te va a enganchar Don't forget to send your questions for uh, the tax paradise expert. helped shaking a little bit to get uh, back the the hope muscles because of course if we all hope and keep hoping uh, and then we also act upon what we want and what we aim for it will eventually go in that direction it's only when we stop caring that it, it gets worse that's very important and um, how is the lockdown going over there what's what are your hobbies New hobbies. Doctor. Doctor? Kireji? Oh, <laughs> my new hobbies. Oh, shit. Um, Or your housemate's hobbies. I'm thinking about my own new hobbies. I don't think I actually developed new hobbies. Um, oh, yeah, I started baking a lot, which is also a very common thing. What was the last thing But you then, baked? Yeah, I was I, I was baking way too much sweet stuff, and then I got diagnosed with pregnancy diabetes. <laughs> well, that's not funny. Sorry, I'm not. It sounds to like a lot of that. fun. Yeah, and now I'm not supposed to bake anything sweet anymore, so they took my hobby away again. So, what did you bake last? Oh, uh, I baked really good uh, chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. lecker. Yeah, 
but but that's no that's more. before they forbid you that yeah uh no I, that was my lockdown hobby but yeah um no i think uh ah yeah oh my housemates are uh, uh making a haiku book together a haiku book yeah they're very proud now that they are mentioned i think hey big so, shout um, to all the housemates they're listening hey guys yeah, exactly. love you. <laughs> yeah so they uh uh so the 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 housemates might might be my father and my partner <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe not could be yeah uh, or maybe the they, other way around uh, like you can call your father your husband or your husband your father just yeah and they make haikus uh, every day together in uh, dutch and indonesian and uh, after corona lockdown they will publish a book they decided what are they about that's kind of a cool corona hobby better than mine well i think it's a good combo actually because you can also put a cookie on haiku or a haiku on a cookie you can make a haiku about the cookie also yeah yeah can you read (laughs) some of the haikus I don't have them here. Uh, someone in the house should bring a haiku to me then. <laughs> but um, oh, amazing! God bless you. Gezondheid for your housemate. Yeah. What are you uh, doing then, uh, Mr. Molotov? What is uh, your best Corona hobby? My best Corona hobby is radio, followed by gardening. And yeah. um, I made a cake this week. Yeah, also. What kind of cake? It was a tartatin with the rhubarb. It's a cake that I already made uh, three or four times because somehow I managed to do it nice, which not often okay. happens with cakes. And uh, I made it for Mother's Day. Also, big shout to all the mothers in the world future mothers, yes. past mothers, current mothers father mothers children mothers mother earth big shout to mother earth today is mother day hurrah and uh, i i got uh, strongly advised by my housemate to make some uh, treat so i did it you did what uh, a treat that was the cake ah okay yeah nice and okay. Are you are you are you corona sad or corona positive? <laughs> um I think can I be both at the same time? Yes, only if you explain. Well, um I'm corona sad obviously for people who are suffering from corona. Yeah. Uh, who are losing people to corona. I mean, that's a sad thing. Um I think the most sad I got was uh, this article about uh, Corona in Italy, actually, where there is the stories about people having to die alone and be buried alone. That kind of thing makes me very Corona sad. And then the Corona positive is more what we talked about so far, which is that it's really showing uh, the possibilities politically that I think we should hold on to for a really long time. Yeah, I think the possibilities are there, but the people, we, the people, we must demand that better things are made. And um, I think we should also, to make this happen, a reality, we should, uh, everyone who is listening should put one person 
who doesn't come from the same bubble but from another bubble should be first befriend yeah. her and then talk a bit and ultimately try to convince her that we need world peace and more equality in the world and that is feasible if just everybody convinces one person but not all the same person otherwise this whole system falls down <laughs> Um, uh, uh, but also, yeah, also it's true that with the corona, we it, we did realize a bit more what's important in life and that we don't need, that what we had before was a very luxurious life. And now just because you can go to visit your family, you're just super happy and, you know, you realize that that's also fulfillment or that you can go for a walk in the green or whatever you, you like to do a sport mm-hmm. and you don't need to have a uh, hundred thousand gadgets and a hundred thousand holidays per year i think that's True. also what what it can teach us and of course that the meat true. industry is very very crazy industry because yeah, yeah there's, sure. there was this link between the meat industry and the rise of the coronavirus we talked about yeah. it in a past episode. Well, I have a friend who works at the RIVM and um or uh oh, that's the, the the Dutch Health Research. Yeah, and center. she works at the uh, the infectious disease department. So about this kind of stuff and she explained to me like, yeah, we all know that every few years there will be this virus because the way that men and animals live together in this world uh will always lead to to the existence of this kind of virus so uh so wait it was uh, not a 5g for her, sorry it was not a 5g no <laughs> we never we know we don't know it might still be no i don't think okay. it was but i think uh i think to her this is such a common truth and i didn't really realize that at all i mean this is her daily work right so but I was still surprised, of course, by this virus coming up and the impact and all and so on. But to her, this is more like, yeah, every few years this will occur and we just don't know what kind of virus it will be, how infectious, how deadly and so on. But we know that there will always be another virus. So I think you're right that the way we, that the meat industry or the way we deal with animals has something to do with it for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And also the SARS and the previous epidemics, which we, we only heard about in the news because they were controlled successfully, they were also yeah. uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Came, came from animals. And it's uh, all the experts, indeed, they knew already that this is going to come and come. And uh, now it's we all have very clear what it means. But yeah. on the other hand, yeah, there's... Um, fake news epidemics might also lead to the fact that we don't learn <laughs> from what happens because i read the i read the news i think today that there was a big letter from catholic high catholic church figures like some bishops and stuff that all signed this letter saying that uh, yeah that they believe that uh, the whole corona is made up uh, pandemic just so that governments can uh, take more power like you know the conspiracy theory sort of uh, yeah. perspective and then uh, well, in fact other high figure right after say no sorry we don't believe this and we think that the governments are really acting well to protect uh, people 
but yeah, it's uh, you know what the scientific fact can show. We might even lose that because we're it's gonna be gonna back go back to fairy tales. True. I was just going to suggest though that like another guest on your show should be like conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I have two. That I get a lot of input on my Facebook. Just because I commented some on something they said, I was like, "Hey guys, isn't it maybe like that?" And, and now because I commented, Facebook thinks that I really like the conspiracy theories that they post, and I get a lot, and they post a lot. And uh, yeah. maybe I should invite them. Yeah, but first I should befriend them. So maybe I should invite some friend that is into <laughs> conspiracy. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Conspiracy theory is one blanket term, and then there is a lot of stories in it. But I think right now we are in a situation where so much lies are being spread. That, yeah, like, you know, true. some consp these conspiracies, a lot of them were just a very small thing that a couple of lunatics believed, and now they are becoming mainstream. It's really crazy what it's this is. It's also because Facebook they very easily get a media platform. Yeah, it's just these uh, Facebook algorithms. They're just yeah. tailored to promote the content and maximize engagement. And so if you have very controversial stuff, people they get engaged to say, no, what are you talking about? This is bullshit. Or to fight over it. And then uh, this is what the, the computer says. Oh, this must be very interesting. Everybody wants to discuss this. And <laughs> you just create a whole platform to talk about nonsense obvious lies you know like proven things that are proven to be lies that on normal media you would never be able to talk about because the normal media they have a code of conduct and they have to check things before they talk about it mm -hmm. so we demand right now that facebook blocks donald trump that would be epic yeah yeah <sighs> okay but for now we can should start I, with just should, I, should us. I read you a haiku still because oh, you have I it. was given a haiku yeah, yeah. And you wanted to go to it's bed at, at 10 and it's already quarter past 10 I know yeah I the the pregnancy makes me makes my bedtime like hours earlier than usual oh it's okay <laughs> it was gonna remain like that I think but they're in Dutch is that okay uh, they're short right yeah haiku is uh, the idea of the haiku is that you have five syllables seven and then five again so I think uh, for the people that don't understand Dutch, they just have to bear with us for like 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so one is actually about the other perspective of when we had to go to the hospital and uh, check the baby. All right. Okay, so this is one. In het ziekenhuis. Oude meubels. De klok tikt. Wachten duurt eeuwig. All right, translate it. In the hospital, old furniture, the clock is ticking, waiting takes an eternity. Hurra. Are you going to read Something another like one that? in Indonesia? Is, I think, I yeah, it's, it's very, it's, I, I felt like I was there in the hospital for a moment. So that's the idea of the haiku. It's supposed to give you an image. So it's supposed to like uh, like uh, uh, draw you an image of something that someone saw or experienced. Yeah. You have to be able to grab the image almost. Hmm. Something like that. Cool. This one is about uh, fasting because, of course, um, oh yeah, it's Ramadan. Uh, Muslims time. are fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Big shouts to all the Muslims so, out there. This will be the last one then. Uh, morgen nog ver weg. 
De keukenlichten zijn aan. Allen leven vroeg. So, this would be in English. Tomorrow, still far away. The kitchen lights are on. Everyone lives early. Everyone? Something like that. Everyone lives early. Allen leven vroeg. Yeah, everyone lives early. Hurra! Yeah. Great poetry. I always wanted poetry. What's... Yeah. <laughs> I have another question for you. What was the, the best okay. news that you read this week or the most interesting, some news that you want to share? Did you read the news this week at all? Are you allowed to read uh, news while in pregnancy? Yes, you are. You're not allowed to eat like half of the things you want, but you're allowed to read news. Oh my God. Uh, that's a really good one because to be honest, I don't know if this is the same for people listening too, but I've been reading less news every week. Um, It's what we've been recommending. So I assume that everybody who's, who's listening up to this point is uh, believing everything we say. So Yeah, so now I'm thinking um, what I did read. And you should have asked me this question before so I could prepare. I can play a song, if you, but then you have to stay awake <laughs> for the whole length of the song. Well, to be honest, um, the best thing I read wasn't news because I'm reading a book, which is really impressive. But R that right. doesn't count, huh? You can share that if you want. No, I'm reading The Water Dancer, which is a very recommendable... The Water movie. Dancer. Yeah. Um, it's from... Uh, it's about uh, the time of slavery in the U.S., so also not the most... Um, optimistic scenarios very joyful topic. but it's a very very beautiful book uh and about news i have to think about this i had one news yes. that I, i heard while you think about yeah. it there was that uh the un was debating to create or actually was agreeing to create a ceasefire for all the conflicts in the world for i think like one month or two months All the conflicts yeah. of the world would have a ceasefire at the same time just to deal with the corona situation. And this is also something unprecedented for world peace. So big shout to the people in the UN who are negotiating this. And everybody agreed and Trump vetoed it. Trump put a veto on it. because mm -hmm. Not because he wanted to bomb Iran, which he might, but probably not. But uh, mainly because this whole agreement was recognizing the importance of the of the WHO, of the World Health Organization. I said, no, we cannot agree to that. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's crazy, crazy okay. news. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe my best news is just that this week uh, all the uh, figures seem to go down. Yes. Uh, some, like the official corona figures of people going to the hospital and passing away are going down in europe yes so i think that's that's a good news yeah very european perspective for sure yeah it's that's okay true. to be european <laughs> <laughs> i think that this is like an awesome new slogan for the eu <laughs> it's okay to be european <laughs> there you go <laughs> let's make t-shirts and sell them and put the intellectual property in the Bahamas. Yes. yes, this song is called, uh, can you stay with us for one song and uh, then you can tell us your message for mankind? Yeah. 
All right, this song is called The Traffic Light, and it's about how nice it is to be a traffic light. supposed to say to a baby that you bring into the world in corona time i'm sorry <laughs> no it's gonna be fun yeah i mean maybe they are going to grow up in a world where we think more in like radical possibilities than in anything else yeah or at least in, we think in uh, oh woody is still hearing us on the radio yeah i actually secretly put you live which is not allowed <laughs> It's not allowed, but this is a very politically incorrect <laughs> show. Yeah. Well, that's the question, yeah. What is the question now? I don't know where we are anymore. We have in two. The what do you say to a baby that you bring into the world in Corona times? Well, I think, I mean, all babies in the past, all of us are born in some... There was always some difficulty in the world. It's not like that now the world is much crazy than before I mean the world was already crazy so the same way that we bring kids out before we bring kids out now yeah. and actually I would also <laughs> like to say that uh, that I mean on one level if you look at the world as a whole it's crazy if you look at maybe also your nation or your continent it's also crazy but if you look within your house the world is also a beautiful place or if you look outside of your window the world is also a beautiful place yeah. So don't be so afraid. So maybe we have to teach them especially the power of imagining things. So I think we see a lot of things around us now that we couldn't have imagined, maybe sometimes in a very negative way. But that means we can also have radical different imaginations of what might be in a positive way. Yeah. For example, you, people that are watching now the webcam, they could imagine how it would be if I would not be picking my nose. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> you know, you can just imagine how the world can be when it actually gets better. Yeah. I think we have to think more and more in kind of 
maybe like radical imagination of what is possible beyond what we know now. And then uh, make it happen. Yeah. Step by step. Easy. Or not step by step. It's a great message for mankind. Dr. Kiraji, thank you for being with us. And uh, I hope you have a great night and a great uh, reproduction. Thank you for having me. It was fantastic. If anyone wants to have like follow-up reading on Tax Havens, Oh yeah, let send me, me the know. links. Yes, I can post them together <laughs> with the secret podcast. And uh, Okay. Yes, thanks have for being... Have a good rest well, of the show wants, and thanks uh, for making radio. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, also thank you to all the listeners for listening. And now... Yeah, it was great to have you. And maybe we'll have you again after the whole baby madness has settled down. Yeah, I can just put the baby on the radio and yeah. have him see what he wants to say. And Dr. Kiraji is available for text advice to everyone who wants to join. <laughs> I don't think anyone after this show is calling me for text advice. I'm going to, we're going to start this project called uh, Molotov and Friends Holding Limited. And uh, there we're going to find the best way to make the best of tax paradise for world peace with the help of Dr. Kireji anonymously. <laughs> okay. All right. Have a great night. Good night. Good and, night. Uh, good night, Dr. Kireji. Good night to you, Father Molotov. Adios. And then, uh, wait, let me hang up. Sorry, this is uh, technically very difficult. Can you pretend that I hang up? Bye bye. I did it. Listeners, thank you for bearing with us. Please stay with us and uh, I'm going to share uh, the rest of the news. It's very important. And then uh, maybe listen to some more music. We've been waiting for so long, waiting to play for you some of our songs. We've been waiting for so long. We want to play for you some of our songs. Betcha Bogology to Central Station is the name of our group. We're making this record especially for you. So lay on back and hear us play and sing. Cause we are really gonna do our thing. Graham Central Station. Cause we've been waiting for so long. Waiting to play for you some of our songs. We've been waiting for so long. We want to play for you some of our songs. Cause we've been waiting. Hey. I realized I didn't play any Corona song uh, today. I must be getting crazy. Wow, shawty. What's that, MD? I'm cool. Baby. You feel it, I know you've been missing the Corona songs like hell. So here I am taking care of it. This is the Corona Clap by D1. Also, great video. Please check it out. Look at this. Can I put it on with the headphones? Look at this. Yeah, 
Posse. Remix. I got them squirts Remix. for the low. Remix. I got them squirts oh, no. for the low. Corona. D1. Love. Where Italy at? USA at? Canada, China. We don't play that. Just that Corona clap. Just that Corona clap. Trying to stay safe, won't it? Please believe. But that corona make it hard for a player to breathe. Don't wash your hands, you might catch it, won't it? And you stuck. Right now, them tickets to Jamaica only 15 bucks. I'm trying to quarantine myself. I'm staying inside. The NBA canceled on me, man. I'm feeling deprived. I'm out of toilet paper, but they ain't got none in the stove. Man, that corona, wow, you can't wipe your butt no more. And ain't no more school for students, it's just classes online. This shit ain't about to have their graduation on FaceTime. Man, they trying to cancel God. I can't go in the church. Got hand sanitizer on deck and I'm selling squirts. My concert's getting canceled, man. I'm really so drove. But if you start coughing around me, I'm walking clean out the door. I'm telling all my people, stay home. It's really that real. Don't play with that coronavirus, man. Cool out and just chill. Where France at? Where Spain at? Africa, Philippines, we don't play that. Just that corona clap. Just that corona clap. Japan at, where Brazil at, Mexico, let them know, we don't feel that, it's that Corona clap, it's that Corona clap, man, y'all be safe, man, y'all stay inside, dog. don't let that Corona get you, dog. yeah, man, it's your boy D1, Mission Vision all day. This is, in fact, a crisis. Make no mistake about that. This is real. And we're asking everyone to pay full attention. So, what's happening in Corona World? I'll tell you what. I have one big news. I read this week, UK... Central Bank said that this is going to be the biggest recession ever. So get ready for some uh, interesting times, historical times. While I also have some uh, local, important local news that I would like to mention, that the bees in, a, in the garden, in the beehive, they swarmed. And then they were seen on a tree and then they were not seen again. So there was a bit of commotion. Nobody knew what happened to the bees. And then uh, I would like to know to, to share with all of you that the bees have been found. In fact, they went back into the beehive because they realized they forgot the queen bee. So they said, okay, we're going back, call off the swarming plan. So that got solved very easily. Although one of the neighbors got quite upset by this swarm of bees in her garden, of course. Also, uh, the weather changed. It was very warm before. And now it's got very windy, although it didn't rain while well, we were expecting some rain. Um, um, and in the new Elan, across the street, some empty beer crates went missing. That is extremely worrying news. But it appears that now with the effect that everybody's going to wear a, a mask, there's going to be a lot more crime. So, because, you know, all the cameras, they always take people's face. Yeah, you you know everybody has a covered face. You don't need, you don't get uh, looked like you're going to rob a shop if you go around with a covered face. So, next thing you know, all the beer crates in your garden are gone. 
Ha, hard times, hard times. Um, I think that was it. Oh no, I had another news that uh, the badger that was seen in Florence running around, there was this video circulating of a badger running around. I've been comforted that there is another video showing that the police has captured the badger and brought it back into the forest. So that's great for all the people that were worrying about this badger who was running like a crazy animal in the streets of an empty Florence a month ago or so. And um, yes, to conclude, this week we we harvested the first things from the garden. That was great. Some lettuce. The bad news is that everyone is a potential victim. But the good news is that everyone is a potential solution. Sensitize the masses to sanitize. Keep a social distance and quarantine. Stop! The coronavirus is sweeping over mankind. Everybody must be alert. It's a global pandemic we can never take for granted. Wash your hands, keep a distance from everyone. Report anything like a symptom. Serious fever is a symptom. Dry cough is a symptom. Okay, Tamala is a symptom. Itchy eyes and flu is a symptom. Listened. You have listened to Radio Kak Kak Live. Finally, we had an expert, so we talked about all sort of interesting stuff. Finally, we're learning something, and uh, I think we'll go on next week. Thanks for being with us. I think now we're just gonna play some music, let it all sink in. But if you really, 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 really want more, there is the podcast also called The Secret Podcast. It's going to come out and it's going to only be circulated through very secretively circles. So let me know. Contact me if you want to hear it. It's good fun and good wisdom to uh, survive in the world that is crazy. And for the rest... I wish you a fantastic night in Corona times.
Lá vem pai velho fazendo seu batuque menino Cheio de truque dá o nó sem desatar E a Tereza dá o guarda sua graça Vai na força da fumaça, bota a saia pra rodar Mas sente o peso da pancada do tambor Foi feito com muito amor no nosso caso ar. Tem efeito, tem defeito, tem conceito, seu jeito É imperfeito, mas assim me faz sonhar Vem ver a pedra nessa cachoeira Vem ver a pedra no cachoeira Olha a pedra nessa cachoeira Vem a pedra no cachoeira Vem a pedra nessa cachoeira Vem a pedra no cachoeira Vem a pedra nessa cachoeira Olha a pedra no cachoeira Nossa sociedade de primeira Quero ver subir poeira e a menina umbigar esse coco é de roda, não é dança da moda, mas também faz rebolar O mandador solta o grave na picape Controlando nossa nave que agora vai decolar Essa pisada tem saudade do futuro Tem batida de futuro pra menina se alegrar Rebola pedra nessa cachoeira Rebola pedra no cachoeira Rebola pedra nessa cachoeira Rebola pedra no cachoeira Olha pedra nessa cachoeira Vem a pedra no cachoeira Rebola pedra nessa cachoeira Rebola pedra no cachoeira seu fundamento, eu digo só lamento pra quem não quer trupear Embola pai, embola mãe, embola filha eu também Sou da família, também quero rebolar E a levada da embolada tem magia Sua tecnologia é antiga pra danar E vem de longe da barquinha de Noah Quero ver samba no pé até o mundo se acabar Embola pedra nessa cachoeira Embola pedra no cachoeira Embola pedra nessa cachoeira Embola pedra no cachoeira Já tava com Jesus lá dentro da camarinha Embola a casa com seus quatro ramos Eu digo, capitão, quero uma galinha O homem pobre não pode ser verdadeiro Não pode juntar dinheiro no serviço de alugar E faz de conta, vai na terça, vai na quarta Vai na quinta, vai na sexta, no sábado vai empatar Embola a pedra nessa cachoeira Embola a pedra no cachoeira Embola a pedra nessa cachoeira Embola a pedra no cachoeira Embola a pedra nessa cachoeira Embola a pedra no 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 cachoeira 